How do you find the time when what you need to get done interferes with what you want to get done? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And there's a certain irony to today's episode because I'm talking to you about finding time for the things that are important when your busy schedule seems to be clouding your view on the same day that I feel a little bit like a hot mess. So I had a lovely letter from a listener that I've been sitting on in my inbox for a couple of days now. She wrote me really eloquently about all of the competing needs, wants, and desires in her life and shared her ultimate question was, how do I find the time for building the things that I care about when it feels like everything is getting sucked up in the soccer mom routine and taking care of my husband and his job as well as my extended family. I've been looking and looking for that letter again and I can't find it. So hopefully that listener is listening. Usually when someone writes me a letter, I write back with the link to the show so that they know how to find it. So hopefully um, you know that I'm hearing you and I'm hearing your plea and I'm answering it, even though I can't read your specific letter because for the life of me, I cannot find it again. But I think you ask a really good question. And basically, the heart of your message to me was, I have all these things that are kind of non-negotiable. There's extended family members that are ill. You're the mom of two kids. Your husband has a really demanding job that requires a lot of your backstage support. You have all these things that really matter and that when your schedule gets really busy and when there's a lot of conflicts, the first thing you give up are the things that you care about. So you haven't done your book club with your girlfriends in a while. You can't remember the last time you actually made it to the gym, you see the weight creeping up and up and up and you want to be able to lose it, but you can't seem to figure out how to juggle your needs with your diet on top of your needs with exercise, with your finicky eaters and your family, etc., etc. The story that you tell is probably really familiar to a lot of listeners and I certainly identify with it and my family is just me and my husband. (laughs) So sometimes with everything going on, it can get crazy, especially when you're managing high intense needs of those around you. And I I totally get it. But here's the thing in the time management discussion that people often ignore. And it's like the elephant in the room for me. So you have all of these competing needs. The easiest thing to do is to give yourself away because nobody else is affected if you do that. So if you don't go to the gym, you're the only one who's bothered by that. If you don't eat the diet you want to eat that day, you're the only one affected. So, so long as you can juggle the schedule and only compromise yourself, you don't have to have the hard conversations with your husband about ways that you've been helping him, that you can't help him any longer. You don't have to deal with your kids' tantrums if you say no. You don't have to disappoint somebody by, you know, by planning something and then having to cancel if you simply don't plan it at all. You get where I'm going with this, right? But here's the thing. If we substituted these things that you think are important to you, but are like fine to take off the schedule. So the exercise class, the time for diet, the time with girlfriends, all of the things that you have decided are unnecessary or can go away in a busy week. If we substituted what you are calling those extras with cancer, 
you would suddenly find the time. If a doctor looked you in the eye and said, I'm sorry, we found something. You're going to need to come in every week on a weekly basis for three hours. You're going to feel like hell afterwards. And then once we clear the cancer, you're going to have to do this. It's going to require surgery. It's going to require radiation. We're looking at six to nine months. It would suddenly become non-negotiable in your busy life. Your husband would figure it out. Your kids would be swooped up and taken care of by friends and family and those around you. And your health would become the most important thing for yourself and everyone around you. If it were cancer, you would find the time because you've made it non-negotiable. The key to building a well-balanced life is to decide what your non-negotiables are and what you're willing to give up. So if your non-negotiables are supporting your husband with his busy schedule, taking your kids and your neighbor's kids, and (laughs) it sounded like you have quite the carpool um, to all the soccer games and to all the practices, if those things are non-negotiable, that they contribute to your quality of life, they are part, and I've been talking about this all week this week, a part of the life you want to be living for yourself and how you want to move through the world, then yeah, your gym time and your book club time and all of that, your girlfriend time may be the thing you negotiate away. But, and again, I wish I had your letter here so the listeners could share in the experience. But what I really read in your letter is you say yes when you want to say no. And that you are so worried about disappointing somebody, letting somebody down, um, you know, having a hard conversation or being accused of something, this, that, or the other thing that you say yes when you really want to say no. And the key to time management is to, first of all, get really clear on those non-negotiables, what you need to have in your life in order to feel well and balanced. That has to come in. Otherwise, you fall about, you know, you kind of fall apart at the seams and everything goes to hell in a handcart. But then the next thing I'm going to ask you to do is a time inventory. I'm going to ask you to look at how you're spending your days and what are the things that you can get rid of? Where are the areas in your life where you have said yes and you wanted to say no? What are the times when you've compromised and given yourself away because someone else's need or want or desire trumped your own because that's the second step identifying and making the things you care about non-negotiable doing a time sort of edit or examination or check on how you're spending your time and who's getting your time without your permission those that's where you start right then when you look at your time you look at What are you willing to give up in order to get what you want? So you may decide that you're going to go to bed 
a half hour earlier so that you can wake up a half hour earlier and get that workout in. You may realize that there's no possible way you can go to bed any earlier than you already do. So you're going to sacrifice a half hour of sleep every day to be able to work out. You might ask your husband to watch the kids for a certain amount of time so that you can go and have some time with your girlfriends and do book club. Or maybe you're going to ask him to pick up a soccer game or something to say, hey, I have your back when you're planning this. I need you to have my back when we're, I'm planning that. And that what's important to you may not look the same as what's important to me, but I care about what's important to you. So I'm asking that you care about what's important to me. And once you work in your own inner orbit and you try to improve the teamwork in your family so you're not carrying the entire load, the next thing you want to do is look at perceiving the opportunities to ask for and accept help. You you gave me, and I remember this, you gave me a ridiculous schedule of the number of kids you carpool, and some of them you're taking to places where your own kids aren't even going. I don't know how that all happened or how you got yourself into that mess, but if you're saying yes to those people and you're helping them out because it sounds like, in the way I understood it, is they're not getting home from their own work days in time, and it's no skin off your back because you're just too doors down and it's not really a big deal. So you take one kid to gymnastics on the way to taking your own kids to soccer, etc, etc. Well, those parents of the kids who you're dropping off at gymnastics, they owe you one. And it's okay to call in a favor. It's okay to say, hey, I really don't mind taking Sally to gymnastics twice a week. It's right on my way to soccer practice, but I'm really having a hard time figuring out when I can get some girlfriend time in. I was wondering if there's a time in your schedule when you might be able to take over my kids for an hour or two so I can get out of the house or so that I can go for a run or, you know, fill in the blank. So often the time management problem starts when people want to make themselves the only solution. You don't look outside yourself. You don't expand the lens. You don't go asking for help. You're not accepting help. In fact, sometimes I talk to people and they're actively turning down help. Somebody's saying, hey, would you like me to do this? Oh, no, 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 thank you. I still remember when my husband was second 2015, somebody asked if I could use dinner and I hadn't had a home-cooked meal in weeks because my husband was in the ICU and I was eating hospital cafeteria food. And for some reason, I said no to that. Like, what the hell was I thinking saying no to that? If someone says, hey, would it be helpful for you if I drop you off a meal? The answer is always yes. So think about that for a second. Think about times when some neighbor has said, hey, if I could ever do anything for you to return the favor, please let me know. Or, you know, I would really love, you know, I know I owe you one. I would love to take you up on it anytime soon. Think about the number of times when people have offered help and you may have been like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And sort of shoved your own needs aside and start thinking about how you can accept those helps, uh, accept those helps, accept that help and accept those 
those offers. Like you have to, you have to be honest with yourself on how much are you responsible for the mess you're in. And a lot of times when people can't find the time, they really are responsible for their mess they're in. The second thing you then have to look at once you've carved out time, once you have, you know, like trimmed the schedule, recognize that you don't need a Netflix binge every week or recognize that, um, you know, you don't need to sleep in, uh, you know, every day of the week, you can get up early once in a while to X, Y, Z, whatever the, you know, whatever compromises you've already made. The next question, when people talk about time management, they're really talking sometimes about productivity and efficiency. And I, the thing that I think happens for people is they get used to doing things in a certain way. One of the, I keep laughing at myself actually about all the routines I've kept for myself from my cross country move. Like on Sundays, it was always grocery shopping day. So here in California, it's always grocery shopping day. Like the ways I've kept my life routine the same. And I haven't looked at like, well, now that I work from home full time, now that I, you know, my life looks a little bit differently, like, do I still need this rigid schedule? Is there room to be flexible? How can I shift and move things around? So one of the things that I often tell people is you have to take like a new look at the way you do things. Because the way you did something two years ago may not be the most efficient use of your time now, but we get into these habits and we don't even think about it. So the first thing I would think about are the things you do every week or the things you do every month. What can you look at and say, like, is this really the most efficient way to do this? Is there a new way to do it now? Like, so for example, I've been telling so many people, like, why are you grocery shopping if you're trying to find the time? Because these home delivery grocery shopping services are so competitive that you're usually saving money between the sort of, you know, like unplanned items when you go to the grocery store, they're not on your list and you see them and you end up buying them, you save money that way. But also too, because they're not paying the stocking fees and all of that stuff in the store, sometimes the delivery is, you know, a way to, to save some time and save some money there. Are you perceiving opportunities for efficiency? The next part of this has to be self-awareness and paying attention to when you are your most effective and when you are your least effective. So for example, I have known for a while that like my rock star dialed in most effective, most proficient time is early morning. I actually get the most done at work if I'm starting my work day at six o'clock. It's obnoxious and I roll my eyes and I hate it. But I do know that if I have a lot to do, I have to get up early because I am just way more dialed in and sort of, you know, tuned into my day earlier in the day than later. By three o'clock, four o'clock, I'm already starting to unwind too now and I get it takes me forever to do things. So I have to know that about myself so that if things need to get done, I can't just pretend. I don't know that I'd be way more efficient if I just got up a little bit earlier. I have to tune into what sets me up for success and make sure that I'm setting my environment up accordingly. So for example, if you know that you're someone who needs a midday break, you need to give yourself a midday break. Otherwise, your whole day is going to end up being toast. But knowing how you move through the world when you get the most things done, like I know, for example, that there's some tasks 
tasks that I do better if there's sound on in the background, like if I put a podcast on or if I turn on the television or the radio or a playlist or something. And there's other things that I need to do where I have to put my phone on do not disturb, turn off all notifications on my desktop and just have it be silent. So if you know what sets you up to be your most productive self, the systems you have in place, the best way to do a to-do list, the best way to organize your time. If you pretend not to do those things or not to know those things about yourself because it's just inconvenient, then you can't blame yourself when you struggle to find the time. You know, one of the things that constantly makes me laugh that I keep trying to get better at, but like electronic to-do lists, if I put it on my computer, if I put it on an app, if I put it in my phone, I never freaking remember what I'm supposed to be doing that day. If I write it down on paper and have it next to me on my computer, it always gets done without fail. So as much as I want to join (laughs) the electronic age and the technological age and take advantage of all the efficiency that an app can create for me, uh, it's not in my wiring, apparently. I have been trying now for years to do that, but I am good with good old-fashioned pen and paper. I know that when I'm creating content, I can usually whip out something. I can write an article in 10 seconds flat. I can get on this podcast and I can prattle about to you for a good 20 minutes. But when I can't think of something and I don't know what to talk about or I'm getting stuck in its writer's block or whatever we would call podcaster's block, if that's a thing, I know that if I pull out pen and paper and start writing, that's usually where the ideas come from. So that's what I have to do. So you have to pay attention to yourself and how you move through the world, what sets you up to be successful and allow yourself those things. If you know that you don't get work done in the house because you're distracted by the laundry and you're distracted by the kids' needs and all the chores, then you got to put yourself in a coffee shop. The other day, like I, I, all I could see in my house was the to-do list. So I went outside and sat in the backyard and got some work done in my backyard. And we don't even have backyard furniture, which is such a shame in California. I really should be getting myself some backyard furniture. But so I just like popped squat in the backyard and um, got some work done because when I was looking inside the house, I just saw the dishes that hadn't gotten done and the floor I hadn't yet swept. And I just was just wholly distracted. So I removed myself from the environment to get things done. You have to have that same self-awareness for yourself. The not finding time is rarely the problem. Usually it's, I don't know how to say no to people. I don't know how to have the hard conversations and I don't know how to set myself up for success. If you do a checklist of all of those things and you still can't find the time in your day or your week to exercise regularly and get that girlfriend time in. You're invited to write back and give me a litany of all the things you've tried, all the things that haven't worked, and hopefully I'll find that letter and keep that letter and I'll tackle this again. But I think this one requires some self-examination on your part, a willingness to have the hard conversations, and then a willingness to look at yourself and be sure you're setting yourself up for success. So thanks so much for reaching out. I'm so bummed that I couldn't read your letter. I have 
no idea. It's in the it's in the tech gremlin god somewhere in in space. But um, I appreciate your question. Hopefully, this helps even without the specifics in front of me. If anybody listening has a question and you'd like my two cents on it, helping you with life, love, anything, business in between, definitely find me over at choose to have it all dot com. Uh, the email address actually for that is Heather at choose to have it all. We're always talking about the podcast in my Facebook group, and you can find that over at facebook.com forward slash group forward slash choose to have it all. Love talking to you guys today, but now it is TGIF as here in the United States. And apparently I learned this yesterday in the UK too is Memorial Day weekend. So I will be taking Monday off and having a long weekend filled with barbecuing. And um, <laughs> I have no idea, but probably a home project or two. So hopefully you guys have good plans for your uh, Memorial Day weekend. If you're listening to this live, and if you're listening to it in the middle of February, well, I'm really sorry. This ending makes no sense. You guys have a good one. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.